Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Happy Thing Happy Hour podcast, where we talk real life, real drama, in real time. I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Oh, I have a headache. Oh, no. Are you yeah. still hungover from Halloween? I was, okay, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> it out, because I don't know if it's that, or if it's like, sometimes I need to stop doing this. Um, I... um drink coffee before I eat and while oh. I know some people can do that like I, it it sometimes it takes a toll on my body like it'll just beat me up it'll be so I don't know and then I also like I had weird really vivid dreams last night and that kept me up because you know when oh. they're too vivid so I don't know I've just got a little bit of a headache I mean I'm fine I'm just trying to hydrate because I usually that usually helps right um but it's funny because I'm like, what if I'm just still hungover from Halloween? Yeah, what if? And I feel like I didn't quite get a full. Uh, what did you do on Halloween? Well, so there's this little lesbian bar in San Francisco called Mother, and okay. um, we threw a little party there with another. So I throw a party called a family affair, and there's another group that's called queerly, queerly beloved it's another party um oh, they're a little bit more like sexy like the, her vibe is like she's like a porn star and they have dominatrixes there and things like that so it was really kind of a fun mix because we're just like kind of old school retro party and nice. so we got together to throw this party at mother bar mm-hmm. so there was you know dj's there was a live tattooist on on site. We were supposed to have spankings and go gos, but that didn't work out. <laughs> oh, don't um, but other than that, I mean, it was just it was really just a good time. A lot of people came in. Um, it was cute. All everybody in their different costumes, and uh, but I drink for free there. Oh man! So, <laughs> oh, uh-oh. So what you have? What's I the have, count? <laughs> um, I think I had like five. Uh, mezcal palomas along with a shot of something yeah do you remember (laughs) i i don't remember i think it might be about five five or six and so that's that's a because here's the thing too like they like the bartenders know me so they see an empty glass and they just fill it up make me a new one yeah um, oh man (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah, I was beat up yesterday and I'm like, oh, why, why am I feeling so yucky today? Because I really want to get some stuff done today and I'm just having the hardest time. I'm just like moving slow. So, uh, I'm hoping it's just a coffee headache and usually that'll go away. Um, I finally ate like half hour ago so oh gosh <laughs> and i'm drinking water now to the listener so we'll it is definitely one o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon <laughs> so i'm glad that you have some food in your stomach and water is always good hydration is the best especially when it comes yes. to like those headaches and it's probably just like residual dehydrated like from exactly yeah and i have no acetaminophen was- in the house so i only have ibuprofen uh-huh. which does you no good no, uh-huh. and it's not good to have. Is it? Is that the one that you're not supposed to have with alcohol, or is it the other one? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, what am, like uh, the, acetaminophen is it better not be acetaminophen because that's what I take for my headaches. I don't know. We might want to look that. We we might want to look that up. I'm not sure. We, uh, it might. I think it's ibuprofen. It's one of them that like thins the blood. Which <laughs> oh shit um thing are you not I can't put drug because then it's gonna give me just like fuck. you would put Tylenol or Advil I think that would have worked oh too. that's a better one <laughs> I mean technically you probably shouldn't take most drugs for drinking right I mean okay <laughs> non narcotic anaglysics. Like aspirin, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, when mixed with alcohol, increase possible irritation and bleeding in the stomach and intestines. Uh, so, all those things shouldn't be taken with alcohol. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Well, how are you supposed to get over a hangover? <laughs> I think time and and healthy food and lots of water. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday I did like order because I've been trying not to order. I mean, so I'm back on my Noom because like um, since the fire, I've gained mm-hmm. an inordinate amount. Of, like it's just ridiculous how much weight I've gained. Like just like gained back I a lot of the weight. Don't doubt that that is mostly stress, but yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm figuring that out, but I wish I was the person who lost weight from stress. Like Nico's lost I know. weight. I know. Nico's <laughs> lost weight from stress. I definitely gain it. Like it de- yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I used to be like I was a th- rail because I was stressed all the time, and something happened. I think in my thirties where it just switched over to like, no, now you gain it. Yeah. You get stressed, and now you just blow it up. <laughs> like I mean, I was working a week straight, barely ate, and like you know what I mean. Just I remember like fifteen thousand steps a day, just something crazy when I was working lesbian suit tech, right? And I gained like six seven pounds and i'm like that doesn't even make sense i'm oh. like it's stress it's stress i mean my cortisol levels are probably through the roof i'm probably up high. here and to the listener i'm putting my head <laughs> to my head because <laughs> i'm in a permanent state of like uh stress i guess so anyways i'm trying i can't, I but- can't imagine what would stress you <laughs> yeah, out yeah right. at all <laughs> i mean <laughs> who knows who knows what it could be but it's funny because i'm like 
so the reason why I didn't eat yet today is because I'm back on my, you know, trying to at least write it down. Like, I'm not trying to be perfect, but I'm like, I want to tame this beast. Like, I'm tired of being this. And I've talked about this before. Tired about, like, losing weight being my story. And so I'm just trying to get back to, like, doing something on a regular basis. And that's, like, writing down all my food. But also with that, I'm also attempting to not eat until I'm hungry. Mm, okay. And so I'm not hungry this morning, so I'm, I didn't want to eat. But I'm like, what is the good balance, though? Because I feel like maybe I need a little something in the morning. I think you do. I think because your body is going to, like, adjust if you start to, like, not eat until later. Like, it's kind of like that intermittent fasting thing where it's just, like, it just adjusts. Like, okay, so we don't eat until, like, one. Um, so I... I don't know. My doctor told me not to do intermittent fasting. She was like, especially with women, it raises your cortisol. It's not the greatest. Like, no, I don't want that. I don't want anything raising my cortisol. Like, go go hard on the protein and the veggies. Like, up your fiber, up your protein. Yep. Um, and even if you're not hungry, at least have like a hard boiled egg or something like that, just to have, mm-hmm. just so your body can work off of something. Because the reason why you're tired is because you're not eating enough um fair enough what she was telling me at least i mean yeah that was one of the things that that was one of my coping coping mechanisms from like teenagehood to like 20s was just i wouldn't eat if i was stressed and then i was just a rail all the time and now i do that and it's like my cortisol is just like fuck you we're gonna pad everything so that we make sure that there's nothing that can hurt us yeah honestly this is probably the heaviest i've been in years and i was just like how did i gain so much weight so fast and i just think it's this ongoing stress so i have to like figure out not only how to like control you know what goes in my body and be more um you know, conscious of that, but I also need to like learn how to de-stress. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing right now to de-stress? I I don't. Well, what I do doesn't work. I think you know. I play a lot uh-huh. of games. Um, I like to do that, or I like I like to just chill out and watch TV. But it's like funny because that doesn't seem to be working anymore. Sometimes I can't even like I'll put a show on, I can't even watch it. No, it's, it's Charlie. Well, here's the thing. I think he would. I saw him putting his head. <laughs> Why does he do this as, as soon as I as I online? It's I legitimately him, every time we record, yeah. Charlie starts to act up. He put. I saw him with his head in the cat litter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Once again, I will say it again. Animals are disgusting. <laughs> Why do we love them so much? Like I'm having to stop him from putting. And I fed him plenty this morning just so we could get through this. I mean, he wasn't <laughs> bothering me, but I don't know how I sensed it in the back of my head that he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. Right there. Caught, just right felt handed, it. Hand in the cookie jar, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> head in the cookie jar. Oh, God. Head in the kitty litter. Yeah. Dogs yeah. are so gross sometimes. <laughs> dogs, I, you know, cats are gross, but I, I think dogs might be grosser. It, it literally depends. It depends on which, like, what it is that they're like. I am so sick of hairballs. Um, and we have 
treats and stuff that like is supposed to like make the hairballs less and it kind of has but i that noise they make when they're about to throw up is just the i hate their i hate it i can't stand it in movies i can't stand like when someone <laughs> makes me want to like fake do it like yeah. i've even written scenes where i was like oh i don't want to fake throw up can we have someone else do this uh, <laughs> like i hate it so much um and anytime the cat and it could because the small cat you just you touch him a certain way and it's just like you collapse him so he immediately goes into the herkies I, oh, I can't stand that but then there's dogs who will just straight up eat cat poop yeah and this dog in particular will eat cat poop and likes to poop in the house. So this is <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> it is a like I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like I've never met a dog like this. Like you just like there's no like good behavior. I mean there is, but it's cubs at a high cost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Is the high cost just like treats or something? Or oh no, I mean just like the cost of him's occasional good behavior is his overwhelming bad behavior. Bad behavior. <laughs> oh god! Jeez. Oh, oh did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What? Did you dress up or anything for Halloween? Yeah, I wore my Catwoman outfit. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. I wore a white, like that white blonde, like hair, and which she doesn't. I don't know what color she wears in the in the movies. I think one Catwoman has red hair, but I wore a yeah. white blonde. And somebody, and I'm not even kidding you, my mask has kitty ears on it. Uh, and somebody comes up to me and goes, "Are you Storm?" And I was so mad. Oh <laughs> no. Like, no, I'm not Storm. I have a mask on with kitty I have ears. cat ears. <laughs> oh, did you man. have a whip? I did have a whip. I didn't take it out. I did. I was like, I had it on for like a few minutes, and then I was like, I'm gonna lose this thing. <laughs> so I put it in a bag. I'm not good with props. I was. I was gonna lose it. So I get it. I get I it. Got to, I got to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Did, I know, did you, did you, you went to your brother-in-law's house, right? Yeah, we went over to Mark's brother and uh, my sister-in-law's house, um, which is like walking distance from where we are. So yeah, we just had a really quiet night in. We ended up watching a movie of a sh streaming service that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, <laughs> there you go. But a new version that many people have said is terrible, I found quite enjoyable um and there have been three versions i think so far of this halloweeny movie oh. and it's um it's the spooky large house <laughs> right yeah i didn't know there'd been three versions there's the eddie murphy version there was the muppet version which i couldn't get through and i love the muppets i just legitimately could not get through that movie and then there's this new one with lakeith stanfield and boy they did a great job and i freaking loved it um okay yeah it like it finally felt like because i don't know we were watching 
other stuff during this holiday season, this okay. Halloween season. And I feel like older, like kid or family friendly movies had more stakes in them. Like the movie about the friendly ghost, like it was scary because people were like dying or they could die. And like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, like the adventure and heart movies have been really campy when it comes to like more family friendly movies and usually stars the rock and so it's really goofy but like these <laughs> movies they i mean they had bill pullman and like really solid actors like lakeith stanfield is a solid actor he's so good um and i i feel like we're getting away from like our solid actors doing family-friendly movies that like could just showcase more heart and adventure and yeah i don't know i have so many opinions to talk about we need these strikes to end <laughs> right oh gosh yeah but yeah we kept it chill i didn't even really dress up um i i wore my sag shirt for uh for matt kelly who oh good lord oh so here's a fun thing and the listener you may hear this pretty soon here but the day of Halloween, we get a notice on our door that they're going to be doing roof work on our apartment on the first. Like we didn't even get twenty four hours notice. So of course not. Why would they? Why would they give you notice? Because <laughs> that would be appropriate. I don't know. Like, <laughs> they they don't. I, I they, my old um, landlord used to do that. Like you'd wake up to like. Oh, your water is getting shut off today. Tomorrow. But it would be to like they put it up at night. Yep. Yep. And then you'd wake you'd wake up to it. Yep. And and that's that's the thing that's like, come on, you guys, like just give me notice. And I've talked yeah. to our property manager about it and he's like the management company is just not letting me know. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I feel like our actual landlord might be trying to sell our place. Uh, I'm not sure because everything has been broken and hasn't worked in like years, but now they like our elevator is out and has been out for about two weeks now because they're making it up to code finally. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. I, which is huge because, okay, weird random fact, and you might hear some roof work at some point, uh, just FYI, but weird fact, apparently there's only like five elevator like i don't know inspectors in all of california what all of california there's only like five (laughs) that's insane so like take a look next time you're in an elevator or in your apartment elevator or you know anywhere and just like take a look and see when was the last inspection and when is it expired? Apparently, a lot of them, especially in LA, are very expired, <laughs> and that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I have like so I've been developing new fears, of course, and one of them is elevators lately. And I think really? that um, just the fear of like them getting off and f- dropping, you know, dropping final like uh, final destination style, just shaft yeah. dropping you, yeah. Well, that is less likely uh, just because at least modern day elevators do have resistance. It's very, it, honestly, that is least likely. It's okay. more just them getting stuck if like there's a shift or something. And 
Okay. All right. I'm not making this better. I can see this. You're no, I gotta it. tell you this story. No, that's funny because getting stuck. I well, Nico and I, we got stuck in an elevator, and you know the funny thing is, we both were like, "Calm down. You calm down. Calm down. Calm down." Oh. Ah! And I'm like no, begging on the thing. It is awful. <laughs> Trust me. I get it. Yeah. And when we did this watch that when we were in Paris. Oh right, right, okay. Yeah, um, we had just watched something where they were stuck in an elevator. I guess it's like that fear that I'm going to have to climb out. Mm. And as soon as it starts, it drops um, away. It drops that's away. a that's a very movie thing. Like that is not likely to happen. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I Well, you know, it's fine. But I just think it was funny because we... I don't know what happened, but it was one of those key card, those key card ones where you have to put the key card to go to the correct floor. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then my key didn't work. Um, it kept demagnetizing. And so I don't know. Were you know. putting it in like a wallet that had um, like a clasp, like a, a magnetic clasp or something? No, but I know that like it's pretty easy to demagnetize things if you put them in your wallet. I'm not sure what so causes easy. it. Yeah. yeah. It, apparently, it, it's also something to do with like being close to your phone or your other yeah. cards or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, whatever the case may be, it did, it did get it kept getting demagnetized, and so we were in there and we hit it and we hit the button to go, and we're like, oh, it's not going. Fine, let's open the door. Well. Then the door wouldn't open. And we both pressed it many, many times. And then we oh, pressed no. the emergency button. And oh, that no. wouldn't that didn't do anything. And so I was was like, calm down. You stay calm. Don't yell. Don't do anything. And I was like, let me out. We were still on the first floor, luckily. We hadn't moved. But I was like, okay, how did on the elevator like worst nightmare? Like, I think we had just seen something too where they got stuck in an elevator. So it was something like, you know what I mean? It just kicked up uh, all that emotion. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was probably when you were like watching those like TikTok airplane things and like. Oh, right? <laughs> and it's like, keep me off the internet. I don't need to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm watching this show on Netflix too. Um, and I won't, I won't say the name, but it's all Edgar Allan Poe story. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's all Edgar Allan Poe stories. And one of them is a story where, like, all these people die at a party. And in this one, the water, they think it's water going to spray down on them. And it's actually acid. Acid. Yeah, I've yeah. heard about this. I get so squeamish around horror stuff. And Edgar Allan Poe was a fucked up dude. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, so, of course, I wrote. crazy life. Yeah. I, I he what okay so Nico who's a reader Nico has read everything like of course. they just like they even like I don't have a favorite art author or anything like that like and it's so funny because they're like oh this this is my second favorite horror writer this is my first favorite neoclassical you know they like they That's have awesome. they they read and they'd read most of Poe, Poe's works and so they knew what to expect during these shows but I'm like oh. You know, I've read um uh I've read The Raven and mm-hmm. what's the other one? The Telltale Heart? Yeah. Yeah. So those I knew about. Like yeah. and I thought it pretty much <laughs> stopped. 
there. Like that was as scary as Poe gets. Oh no. no. Oh no. Not even close. That motherfucker like watched his entire family die before his eyes. Like Okay, I did not know that. Like I mean, I don't I haven't seen that particular show that you're talking about. Um, but I I did read like I for some class or something like that, I had to yeah. read like Edgar Allan Poe's like life story and I mean it like starts with like his mom like tragically dying and then his sister and like dude had a fucked up life <laughs> really okay yeah I'm which makes to... why you know his stuff is so dark and so like death centric and very macabre yes okay Edgar Allan Poe was born January 19th 1809 in Boston Poe's father and mother were professional actors brilliant Nothing ever happens to actors. Died before the poet was three years old. (laughs) Wow. John and Francis Allen raised him as a foster child in Richmond, Virginia. John Allen, a prosperous tobacco exporter, sent Poe to the best boarding school and later to University of Virginia, where Poe excelled academically. After less than one year of school, however, he was forced to leave the university when Allen refused to pay Poe's gambling debts. I mean... (laughs) And that's on you, Poe, buddy. Uh, Poe returned briefly to Richmond, but his relationship with Alan deteriorated. Oh, yeah. He also had, like, a lover at one point that I think died. Oh, my gosh. Probably Alan didn't tell short stories in 1835. Um, oh, yeah. I know. Okay, it says here is that his dad, ab- father abandoned the family in 1810, and his mother died a year from pulmonary tuberculosis and i hear yes it, that's what it that's kind of gross right like pulmonary, yeah. the way they take because that's the like is... coughing blood shit but pulmonary so that's heart yeah so probably oh. blood from the heart <laughs> like yeah. imagine back then they did not have the medicine that we have to or, like or the know-how make to it like, more comfortable or, you, I mean, professional actors, you might not even have the money to have a doctor. Yeah. You know. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to have to read more about Poe's life because I'm already seeing, like. And that, he died that was at 40 his... years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and if you want another sad story, I mean. The J.M. Barry story is another, uh, the one who wrote Peter Pan. Oh, really? Yeah. See, was... authors. I don't know authors. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, anything that is like mystical and and somewhat heart driven is usually from an artist that is completely tortured. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, so it's funny because like these people wrote the macabre but like then you have like and like Grimm who Grimm's fairy tales that mm. we've taken that were very macabre but we've taken <laughs> them and lightened them up so much <laughs> yep. we like put these fancy twists on them to make them more uh, I mean there were public domain and the house of mouse like took control of that and made it kid friendly but like you know to the point kind of like what we were talking about before where you know they added heart they added 
usually like a happier ending than a lot of those Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. those were warning stuff. Because, I mean, think about like our grandparents or our grandparents' parents, you know, like how macabre they could be just in their own jokes or stuff. Right? You know? Because they'd seen some shit. (laughs) They'd seen some shit. And here's the thing that I wonder, because I feel like Gen Z is going to be macabre as fuck. Like, we kind of have that snarky, sarcastic thing um, going for us in our generation, but I feel like Gen Z is gonna be hardcore like macabre (laughs) well because they're just they keep it so real and so gangster that you can't help but be like a bit macabre when you're like well this is just how it is yeah and this is the darkness that is life you know the darkness that is life oh Oh, man time of year Oh, for this, this kind of the talk. most wonderful time of the year. Oh, uh, I'm I'm we're getting ready for uh, Thanksgiving. Gonna go down to San Diego for that, um, and uh, hang out with with the parents. And so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Um, I'm not sure yet. So the Tuesday before, we will be with Nico's. Mom, I'm not sure if I'm going to go to my sister's house or not. We're still like... I, I, uh, Are you guys doing okay now? Like, I feel like... We're better. Gonna... I think the Paris trip helped a bit. Good. But I think that, like... Conversations need to be had before we we can just go back to pretending like everything's okay. And okay. I don't know if I can be very nice. I I'm the mean one when it comes to us. Like I mean, when it I comes kind to, of a, I kind of see that. <laughs> yeah, like I am the mean one. Like when it comes to all three of us, like I will just. My mom's like. When it, she says, when Naomi takes out the knife, she doesn't pull it out. <laughs> she, she just <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, it, but it's funny because I was like, but it's so rare that I do. Like when I'm finally, so I, I'm sure like I would what, like what to makes have a, you, What makes you go that hard on somebody? Um, Is it a justice thing? I oh that I have an insane insane and I heard this is very common with people with ADHD as well which mm-hmm. is weird this um need for justice like not just like seeing things are unjust and like being like that sucks it's like no I'm gonna write this right and wrong um yeah uh, it this is usually why I die in Fortnite so easily because I'm like <laughs> what did you just do you killed my husband oh I'm coming for oh I died <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm definitely so like if I feel like something's right, it's gonna be very hard to like talk me down. And not only that, once I, f- if you kind of are dismissive or don't hear me or feel like I'm not heard, then I can be mean. Like then I'm like, okay, well, let me just shut down this whole conversation. And like I love to have the like last word. Like let me just boom. Shut it down. Mm. And I really like that. Of course, I think we're the worst with our families. I, I think we can of course. also. I, we kind of revert back to that sort of teenagehood or childhood yeah. personality. Yeah. Um, so what it, is it still like the records? Is it like I know you guys had a good talk about that. And 
Like, we haven't talked about it. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you guys had talked we, about like. No, how... we haven't. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. So it's funny because at this point, the records are petty. Sure. I guess it's like for me, it's more about like, I just want my sisters to understand what bothered me and like to be like to like to remedy that type of behavior because we can't like even when my mom passes we can't go through this again right like we can't do this right and there need like there needs to be a plan in place there needs to be yeah i gotta tell you i just had a really good heart to heart with my sister recently and Uh um it was really i was totally to blame i i had fucked up pretty hard um basically she was supposed to hang out with my dad in San Diego and then she was going to fly to New York and she had brought her dog down so my dad could take care of her dog. Um, and while she was down there, my dad got COVID and she was like, I don't know if my, if our dad can take care of the dog. And I, I'm in LA, like it's a short drive. And I was like, fuck it. I'll come down. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll figure it out. You know, like I'm, I'm on hiatus. I have nothing to do. Um, and then I talked to Mark later and he's like, why didn't you talk to me about that? He was like, we have plans. We have think we have expectations from people. And then you kind of make me look like an asshole if like you're just gone. And I had made all these big promises to my sister and I hadn't talked to my husband first about it. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I had to call my sister back and she was like, okay, you need to tell me now if you're actually not coming down here because I need to make other plans for this whole it was it was a whole mess, right. and afterwards, um, we we kind of talked. We didn't really talk, and it was like a probably a week or two after that, like we finally had like a sit down call talk conversation, and I was like, "Look, I know I fucked up, but I really want to hear what you have to say because I know like there's some anger that like you need to get out," and um, it was hella embarrassing and it sucked but we were we were better off for it and i was like all i can say is that i hope i'm you know i make my promises matter better in the future you know and i know you're better than all three of me my sister my sisters and i are not like ever that's the thing though is that you're always working to have a better relationship so like going into those conversations where it's like, look, this is going to be uncomfortable and this is going to suck. But like, we have to talk about it because otherwise we're just going to be angry and weird with each other. And no one wants that, especially when it's with your sisters. That's what I know. And I think, but that's what I'm saying is it's, it feels like how do you have these conversations when I have so little respect for how they're behaving? Um, and I don't know that I can communicate that. Like, do you know what I mean? Does that make do. sense? Yeah. No, I do. I do. Um, well, and that, and I think the thing that, that sucks and also kind of gives you a free pass in some of this is that you have no control over how they behave. You can only say when you do this action, this makes it seem like you're taking advantage of mom. Or when you do this action, this makes me sad because I see mom being taken advantage of. Like, I can't change your reaction to how I deliver things. I'm, I can only say this as best as I can, and it may not even come out that great, but Hey, this is hurting us as a family. And this is how I see it. 
Yeah. I mean, I'd like to. I, I'm hoping, like, I, I want to believe that one day I'm going to have the emotional maturity to handle these situations better. Because I've always been a firecracker. Like, I've always sure. been. Um, and because, I see because how at it's the a end, detriment. You just, <laughs> you, you just, you want justice at the end of it. Right. Like, instead of maybe try taking the mental goal differently instead of justice and and turning it into i want us to have a stronger relationship right yeah because when the goal changes like the trajectory totally changes how you say things totally changes right. and and honestly sometimes you get better results and i think this i could, think i could probably change my sense of justice throughout my like i keep i always think like and nika and i talk about it like my sense of justice really kind of affected my job at uh, my second, to my both my last two jobs, right? Mm. And I don't feel like I'm wrong in the way I felt and what was happening, but I think other people would have probably taken it a little bit better, and that's frustrating to me. Like, but, but good to like, learn. But good to learn. But I don't know how I'm ever gonna like how what is. It's like weird because I feel like we're trained to just kind of take it and like so when does that like who's gonna be i i feel like I, maybe i'm put on this world to be the 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 sandpaper a little bit the the, the, the scribe the, the person <laughs> that like reports back like hey this doesn't work and i'm getting fucked because of it um <laughs> yeah um i i gotta say one of the things like one of the things I really do pride myself in, in my relationship with Mark is that we all, we are both very open communicators and we tell each other the truth, even when it's shitty and it hurts. So one of the things that he said when I had made plans to help my sister out and didn't even confer with him was like, I just, I wasn't even part of the conversation and I kind of feel like an asshole for it. And I was like, oh, well, that was never the intent. And then I often think of the thing that you have said in our, our job where we met was it's the impact, not the intention. Right. And the intention yeah. means fuck all when the impact is different. Um, and so it helps me think about like how I do things a little bit. It's not to say that I'm not going to say some bullshit that goes sideways. Um that happens to me often, but like, but taking ownership of like the things that I have said or done or promised and can't fulfill has helped me in a little bit of justice where it's like, okay, I can still get an end result if I just report, hey, when this happens, I feel like I can't do anything to make it better, make it worse, whatever. Like you've taken the options out of my hands. Like you've taken the choice away from me. That seems to open up people's eyes a little bit more than, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it's just like, it's weird. It's a weird sense. Of, it's a weird thing to feel like you're right, but you do it wrong. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And that's just my lifelong journey. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, that's the title of my book. I feel yeah. like I'm right, but I know I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> right. Like, I, it, it's seriously, because, like, it's like with like my job with um, the one before last where I got to travel mm -hmm. all over the place, I missed that job in a lot of ways. And I wish sometimes that I hadn't, like, 
been so honest and like, you know, like popped off, I guess is what the word I would say. But like, I also am at the same time dealing with the fact that like my, my reasoning was completely valid. There was some, there was a problem. I, it needed to be fixed. It needed to be addressed. And, you know, it's like, there's other complications, of course, being a black woman, a lot of times things I say are more considered more aggressive. So it's like, when, when am I in my late age going to figure it out? And, and like, or maybe it's something that's just not, sometimes I feel like maybe it's just not meant for me to be a better person in that area. If I don't know. Well, and if nothing else, like, one of the things that I found helpful is I run things by my sister who I consider like the most professional person ever. So like that one job where I was supposed to be hosting Baccarat and they told me I was trash. I, I had a just mouthful of things. I was ready to tell them. Like I was ready to like burn every bridge down. And my sister was like, okay, like, even though this language is sort of mysterious, it feels reactionary. Like maybe take it this way. And she helped me reword things um, in order to like sound more professional. And even when I sent off that email that was like, I officially quit. I found uh, this very unprofessional, how you manage this, blah, 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 blah. Um, Wish you all the best. Yeah, It was like, it was one of those things where it was like, okay you can't fault me for anything i said everything very truthfully i'm never gonna get justice for them calling anyone trash in a rehearsal where they don't have direction um i'm I'm never gonna get that and that's the thing that sucks and i kind of have to eat um but the thing that bugged me the most was that (laughs) um one of the one of their managers did a spiteful thing and sent me an email and was like sure you know i'm sure you're gonna be nice and famous someday or some bullshit like that and it's like break a leg out there oh wait i guess you already did and i no they didn't they did i had that shit in writing and i was like i she holds i was like Ooh, and I, I sent that off to my sister and she's like wow they really are unprofessional and i was like but let me tear them to pieces and she's like they're gonna tear themselves to pieces that's not on you to do the best thing you can do the most professional thing you can do don't even acknowledge it and i was like i want to tear them down i was so fucking pissed dude and but that's how they win that is how they win is my reaction my rise and you know i could have said some shit uh but i didn't I'm not saying I'm the bigger person because I still curse them nightly. Uh, <laughs> and I still have this like thing where I'm just like, fuck this company. I wish I could get on Glassdoor, but you're not even good enough to be on Glassdoor to even write a review about. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like I-, I would, I would love to like send a copy of our like communication to their bosses and like, be like, I hope you enjoy <laughs> your shitty employees. Um, but I didn't and I have to eat that and it sucks and all I can do is just tell the tale and try to be better in the next job and and learn from it I mean if nothing else how much have you learned over the last two years of these different jobs like you've learned what you do want in a company what you do want in colleagues what you don't want (laughs) yeah yeah 
I think it's, you know, it's funny because I think as much as I can see that, like, who, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, sometimes we have to eat it. And I think maybe I could be better at eating it a little bit. But, like, doesn't somebody eventually have to do something about it? Like, you didn't well, and I it. think that's 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 when we have to like weigh whether the justice is self-serving or like progressive serving. Right. Like, if it's self-serving, then it's likely not going to do shit. It's probably going to have the opposite effect. It's probably going to not be me just quitting in like not giving any notice and just being like, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. I feel like is enough of a statement than it would be if I like threw a huge tantrum. Um, I, I said all of my questions in as professional a way and as even a temper as I could in the moment in front of other people. But like when I wasn't afforded the opportunity to just fucking cuss them out, it was probably for the best. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. And I don't want to, I don't want to like job hop anymore. But I also know that there are spaces where I have been okay with telling the truth, tell being who I am Mm -hmm. and felt safe and never had to, and never had to escalate because it was all, the only time I escalated at our one time job is when I was leaving. <laughs> and I was <laughs> well <laughs> I was just beyond you know, and there, and there even that something... I feel bad about. Like I've felt bad about that ever since. I understand. I, I, I why why is it that you feel bad about that? Because I I feel like I burned a bridge that I didn't Did you... I, I could have still been working. But I don't. But I didn't. But that's is the thing, there a part like, of you that wishes that you could go back? Sometimes, yeah. I I think I just the freedom of the job. Like I I think and the the fun I could have had. Yeah. Um. You know. But it's never. I I think I I just I can't. I don't like being so regretful about stuff and, sure. um. It's starting to get to, like, I'm really old. And so it comes at a higher cost to to mess things up. So I don't know, like, I do. But I think, I guess my point is, those weren't great places to work. It wasn't a good place. Like, the last two places, the last three places I were at were, like, toxic as fuck yeah so why should i regret it when i shouldn't have been there but when you're not working and things are like you know you're, you're waiting like, to see how you get the next paycheck what what am yeah. i gonna yeah do to make ends meet i get it and you start to kind of reminisce in a different like rose-colored lens especially on yeah. the past and especially the further we get away from the job that we were both at I'm sure it's going to look more and more idealistic. I guarantee you it is not. It's worse off than it was when we left. Um, and 
there are other companies and there are other jobs and you like even the company that Hana's going to run we have got to get her on this podcast yes. uh, but like work with her like find find a place in a space where people have worked with these people and you they understand and they're going to give you a better perspective of like it's best that you're not at those companies yeah. um well, that's what Nico tells me all the time. Yeah. No, it is It is so, it's so good that you're not at the, like, Mark still works for that company. And yeah. they are not treating him any better since the day I was advocating for, for people. Like, they're not treating him any better. And there's right. even more bullshit because there's even less people. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, the job before where I, like, popped off on that because the girl was just yelling at me constantly and stuff like that. Nico's like, you didn't sleep. I don't know if remember how depressed I got about that place. I do remember. I haven't recorded. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I don't want to reminisce, but I'm like, well, if you hadn't popped off the thing, this wouldn't have been a change. But actually it's not true because they had other complaints about me. (laughs) Don't gaslight yourself. So yes, there were times that you maybe like spoke some truth and it sucks um but i i would say don't feel bad about setting your own boundary of what safety should look like or how people should be treating like you as an employee or questioning your skills (laughs) like yeah i those companies are yes in the vein of what you want to do that doesn't mean that they were the right companies. And that's the shitty part is that like, I think a lot of us, like a lot of people are out here in event spaces, just trying to find the place that's like a little bit more settled than the last. And people find it, they do find it and you're going to find something, but know that like not everything's going to be perfect. And you can also learn about how you communicate with others in the future but there is a reason you are not at those places anymore because they yeah. were not a good fit and they were toxic as hell. And that also might say something about how we, like, I mean, I've been in terrible toxic companies and I'm like, what is it that I find interesting that I not only invest, but overinvest my time in these toxic situations where I get depressed or I work until late hours in the night trying to like appease someone only to be given more work. What is it that I'm seeking out that I don't realize that is getting me into these situations over and over again? And what have I not learned yet? Yeah. Oh boy. I guess the long story short is I want to be more even keeled, not lose that sense of, justice but also not blow every bridge up so hi you know that's where where i'm at and i you know you i worry that like am i too old to learn this lesson am i going to be given a chance to triumph over this right you know never (laughs) you're never too old to learn something unless it's parkour um, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to be parkour anytime soon. I will not either. Uh, <laughs> the one show that uh, Marie and I have been talking about at length, which is also on the Evil N network, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, has a lot of parkour in it. And I keep thinking, like, dang, dude, like, some people just have that skill. The one about the deck of cards. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I know. I, I, I am, uh, I think, well, I'm just like, who was the first human being to be like, let me jump over this and then jump onto this and then jump from this. And now it's a thing. Like it was. Well, I guess I think it started in France. Like I think it was a Parisian oh, thing that people were doing. Uh, I gotta look now. I, yeah, look it up. Look up the history of parkour. I would be very interested. All I know is that it was popular in the early to mid two thousands, and then became like a thing for action movies or action television. And people have taken it to new heights. But I will never forget uh, the one. NBC sitcom that was very popular with Steve Carell that yes. that Parkour. was hilarious. Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> oh one of my, my favorites. One of the best. One of the absolute best. Did you find out where it started? Oh, uh, well, it doesn't say in the first paragraph. Oh, well, actually, it attributes it to... Okay, so in the modern world, French naval officer, but it's taken from African and Chinese traditions. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like uh, martial art traditions. Um, That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Jackie Chan. Uh, Jackie Chan, I guess, was kind of like a... Dude, he did some hardcore parkour stunts. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't know hardcore parkour. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He he did some... I feel like we're doing some massive, like, linguistics parkour to get around (laughs) saying titles of movies and things. Um, But he did some crazy stunts. Um apparently he never wanted to be filmed like using a gun like batman style he never wanted to like actually use a gun in things so he always used martial arts to like disarm people and use their shit against them i love that yeah i love that i Uh, i wish there was like a plethora of opportunity for me that i could be like well i'm never gonna do a scene with like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> I refuse to do I, ref- yeah. I refuse to be a rape victim uh, in any CSI because I just don't want to see that content anymore. Yeah. You know, wouldn't that be great? You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything coming up in the next week that you're excited about? Um... I have a busy next couple of weeks, so Good. not looking forward. To it. Oh no! <laughs> well, it's like so. I think when I say that I'm busy, sometimes it's not that I'm busy. It's just like you're busy. Not, just not. It's like working odd hours. Like so, it's not like I'm going in. So like tomorrow, I'm going to a party, throwing my party that we throw once a month, and so it means I'm going to be out all night. Then the next night we have to work a we have to work a party. I'm going to be out all night, and then. On Monday, I have to be up at like 5 a.m. Oops, sorry. At 5 a.m. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm already pre-exhausted. I do get to work that event with Hana, though, so I'm excited. But that's going to mean that's a 5 a.m. day for me, you know? Sure. And it sucks, but like 
the people that Hana works with, like, I think you're really going to enjoy the good people. Um, yeah. Lean, lean into the fun on that. Oh my gosh. Apparently the people who are working on our roof are currently blocking our driveway. Oh God. Mark just texted me. I, he's going to swim. That poor guy. He, he's like been trying to go work out. And then every single time, like the, the pool he goes to swim at is closed or these stupid guys on the roof are like banging so hard that like we end up with a headache and we just have to go somewhere just to walk away from it all. Yeah, just... I feel you. Here's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to finding out why we're getting so many renovations on this apartment complex. And hopefully that means that either they're going to buy us out or uh, this guy's going to sell to another management company and we're going to have up-to-date stuff. And maybe we'll finally have somebody guarding our mailboxes so that they don't get broken into and our shit doesn't get stolen. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but if you're listening to this, uh, you could check out in the coming week, uh, November 15th, I will be performing with Nothing Burger with our very brand new uh, format called The Gene. And it is a lot of fun. So go check that out at the Pack Theater and uh, go support live theater because there is a lot of really great stuff going on around town in Los Angeles, probably in San Francisco, probably wherever you're at. Um, those two of you who downloaded our podcast in Spain, we saw that. Thank you so much for downloading <laughs> us. Like We hope to hear from you guys more. If you want to get in contact with us at the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast, just email nappingthroughhappyhour at gmail.com. Hit us up with some questions. I don't know. We'll read them. We'll do some stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and with all that, please know that the universe is chaos. So please be kind to one another. Marie, is there anything that you'd like to leave the people with? You know, I don't have any great advice to give you today, except that um, LaCroix, pure sparkling water, the plain, it's probably the worst LaCroix flavor. And that's <laughs> saying a lot. <laughs> that is saying a lot. I didn't even know that they made just a regular seltzer water. Yeah, it's like, I, and I I drink seltzer water. I really like seltzer water. And maybe it's just me. I like them a little minerally, a little salty. Sure. You don't get any of that with this one. It's like. Taking a sip now. Ooh, it's better yeah, taste. It, better I don't know taste. how to explain it. It's just not that good. And I don't know why I keep buying it. Well, it's just like it. <laughs> water with carbon dioxide in it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like somebody used like unfiltered water, you know, and they put carbon dioxide. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, then uh, don't drink that. Uh, that is yeah, an anti-ad <laughs> yeah. for that. Their other flavors are great. Personally, big fan of Pomplemus. Yeah, I'll, I'll drink those. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, folks, and leave us a review if you can. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 